Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. So all I'm saying is if Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't fuzzy, then there must have been some sort of toxic runoff that's making the bears lose their fur. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pod. I'm Brayden. Maybe he's got mange. Or I've seen a black bear with mange before, and it's horrifying, so... Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Welcome to episode 60 of the podcast. Hey, guys. Hey! He's Brendan, by the way. You better believe it. You know it. We're mm-hmm. back, and we're happy to chat with you for another week. We watched a movie. We're going to tell you all about it, oh, but first... What a movie. Oh, it was good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. this one. Better call um, Bob. We're going to talk about it in a few minutes, but first we got to do kick this off the only way that we know how. We roll the dice, we break the ice, and talk about whatever with the dice Uh, of destiny. destiny. And of course, the dice of destiny, we roll them and they dictate what our discussion topic shall be. And today... Man, I'm so excited. The dice of... Ooh, Brendan, our... Our genies have returned to us once more. Again. Again. They like us or something. They do. Yeah. We've gotten well more than three wishes. Oh, absolutely. And we haven't had to exchange any sort of favors. Um, what? But they are going to allow us to gain the knowledge and skills, and I suppose okay. certification necessary, to learn a new professional skill. So we just, so like they snap their fingers. Poof, you have a professional skill. In all of its glory. You could then go out and I guess get a new job if you wanted with this new professional skill of yours. Ooh. We talking top of the field or like, like what, what, what's the extent? Whatever professional professional skill. skill. Okay. Something that um, so now you can go and do as a profession because you have the skills required to do so. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, pilot. Hmm. Yeah, pilot training, like for big aircraft, cargo, and uh, uh, passenger, and all that. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, see the world and. Always see those dudes walking down, walking down the terminal building, all cool and whatnot, with their with their tie and their hat, and you just yeah. know they have secret families all around the world. Yeah, practically just finger gunning babies into into the ladies around them, like all over the all over the place. Really like, glad all you the ended that sentence with gun. Um, what? After what? I said finger or secret family, and you yeah. followed it up. With oh, oh, it was finger. Guns. It was ordained, brother. It was ordained mm. to happen. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, like I, I, I think first, uh, my my first one, like my gut reaction would be pilot. Um, hmm. yeah, and then as the joke one, forklift operated, like operator. I mean, come on, <laughs> everybody, everybody knows if you're forklift certified, you can get anywhere. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just walk on to a doctor. Just be like, hey, you're supposed to be here? No, don't worry, buddy. I'm forklift certified. <laughs> just drive sir, a forklift you're, around. Back, you're, you're not supposed to be backstage, sir. I'm forklift certified. Oh, How did so you sorry, get sir. a forklift in here? <laughs> eat, eat, eat. Um, sir, we don't have a forklift here. Jimmy, shut up. He's forklift certified. Oh, Do you have so, any I'm idea? So sorry, sir. What you have to go through to get that certification? The number of like, hours he had to sit in the classroom? At least. It was like three. At least three. <laughs> I didn't show up, but. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. Everybody you knows that in order to become president of the United States, you have to be forklift certified. That's why some of the weirdest, like, curmudgeon gentlemen happen to just be in there because there's some. That's why you they, have to be an old man to. Become president because oh, yeah. it takes oh, so yeah. long. It takes all those three hours to become certified, and it, you just need yep. to be a curmudgeon old man. It ages it. you. It ages you, honestly. Biden is only 37. <laughs> you think that turkey neck is from age? No, 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 no. Forklift certified. Yeah, that's that's three hours in, in a classroom with a guy named Ted. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh God! What about you, man? What's your uh, what's what's your your heart in your heart of hearts? My first go to the the first thing that came to mind for me isn't quite as exciting as a pilot. I would say mm. it's around that same level as forklift certified, but it's to become a mechanic. So, Ooh. you know me; I'm yeah. rather skilled in work with your hands and all. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I can do many a thing around my house. I yep. know electronics. I know, uh, like, doing wiring in my house. I can mm-hmm. change light switches. I can do plumbing. I can do carpentry. Oh, yeah. I can fix appliances. I can do darn because near anything that I need in my house. If the women Until don't find you handsome. They should at least find you handy. Damn and my right. wife sure does find me both handsome and handy. Ooh, look at but you. But the problem is, is if anything mm. happens with the car. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. almost I can change the tires. Yeah. I know change where the oil. The, I know where the go juice goes. Yep. And where the oil should be. Is. I know how to pay a guy to change the oil filter. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, my I've I've I'm very blessed in having a father in law who uh yeah, 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 yeah. enjoys my company and knows his way around a garage and has a, yeah. a, a car lift. So when it comes to he has the a big car fixes, lift. he has a car lift. Oh, was he a mechanic That's, by trade? Nope. Just, Oh, fixes it. His brothers are mechanic by trade. So, oh, and I mean, he's gotcha. worked in oil patch and he's worked around cars his whole life. So he knows his way around a vehicle. And then gotcha. he just got tired of laying on the ground. So he's like, I'm going to buy a truck or a lift. <laughs> in nice. fact, his lift is in order to build a garage to, house the lift they had to build one that was higher than the town specs allowed oh really so back in the day when they built the garage the town came and they're like "Mm, your your garage is about two feet too tall and my father-in-law went well then you tear it down and they just left it because it was already built at that point yeah that is that does feel like the otter like old timey like way of just dealing with it it's like hey that's not really up to code okay you want to fix it i mean 
not no. Really. <laughs> so I don't know if I would go into a profession of being a yeah. mechanic with this but new skill, but just being yeah. able to open a, a hood and go, that's broken right there. Yeah. And know yeah, what yeah. that thing is. Yeah. Because the thing that grants, like that, that really puts your knowledge uh, into practice is the experience. So, like, gaining both at the same time through the genies. Yeah, that's going to be like because I think and I can, I can completely understand like the confusion with the cars, too, because like when my, I was growing up watching my dad work on a car and he like work on his antique car, you could see everything in the engine. You could see yeah. like where the where the radiator is. You could see where the battery goes. You could see where uh like where, where the oil uh, where, where the oil goes and then where it drains down to. And he could like take out a ruler and point where everything was. Mm-hmm. And then nowadays I open up like the i again like my equinox for example i open up the hood on the damn thing and i stare at this and i go this is alien technology within my it's, vehicle it's all covered in plastic and you have to take the bumper off to get to the battery yeah, to take yeah. out your front headlights if i Back take in the off day, this my dad used to be one of those mechanic type guys where he could he'd do that trick where you hold a screwdriver up to your ear and you put it on the block of the engine and listen to it and he could tell you what was oh, wrong with it really okay yeah, because yeah, yeah, the thing. Every, like my dad, my dad was knew simpler his, back then. Yeah, yeah, and my dad knew how to fix cars. Yeah, growing up, like, and he he tried to, like, I tried working with my dad alongside with cars, mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things. I am skilled in many things. Yeah. I can, I can bake. I can sew. I can fix. I can build. Yeah. I can electrical. I can whatever. I can't car. When it yeah. comes, even as as much as this this summer. I had a time to mow the lawn for the first time in the summer, in the <laughs> spring, pulled out the lawnmower and hammered on that pull cord and it oh, would not start throughout my shoulder and went that's so rough. Well, this engine doesn't work. So I, got I, was, ex- new one, I, guess. I was expecting, I was expecting a sling blade moment where you stared at like where somebody looked at it for three seconds and went, ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd put gas in it. That's the one thing I know how to do with the lawnmower. Gas I know where the gas goes hole. in and the grass comes out. Hey, and that's it. Yep. I remember. Uh... Oh, man. I, I used to be able to like mod Xbox 360 controllers with my oh, buddy yeah. from from town because um, he sort of showed me how to do it. And then like and how to like you, you can manipulate the board on the inside of the controller to uh like be more responsive to button presses and stuff. And he showed me how to yeah. like change out the sticks when they started getting worn out. Um, I learned about like controller drift and stuff like that. And how to program controllers. And at one point, I had like a jailbroken, air quotes around jailbroken. For those of you who know what that means from back in the day, you know, I salute you. Many of us had a jailbroken device, um, usually iPods or iPhones. Anywho, uh, this episode brought to you by Microsoft. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, it's got Windows and I want to be able to see the sun. Um, <laughs> I do love that running joke of the Apple house has no windows. Then how do you mm-hmm. know if it's day or night? <laughs> we will tell you. Yeah. Right. And then be moderately incorrect. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, uh, yeah, I used to go ahead and like mod controllers and stuff. And he like, he showed me, uh, how like the dip 
thing works because he had like he would like do a super rudimentary version of like taking a pattern you float it in what is basically a, like a solution yeah and then you with, dip like, a thing spray paint. yeah pretty much and then you dip it and then there you go and like i never wanted to touch it because i just assumed i'd wreck the controller because the the casing of the controller and stuff um but yeah, i got pretty good at like uh like cleaning and 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 stripping down and checking the wires and stuff and i i thought right. like i i was i was proud of myself on that and then uh playstation 4 or playstation 5 controllers exist and i cracked one open not that long ago at my buddy randall's place and i don't know what the hell happened in the past <laughs> 10 years but uh-huh. There's there's some there's some bits in PS5 controllers that concern me because there's like new chipsets in there that I've never even heard of. And then mm-hmm. when I Googled, they have like they use similar ones in military tech. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't the people from sm- didn't they learn anything from small soldiers? Small soldiers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, did you know that uh, there's a, a group that are remaking small <laughs> soldiers and I'm gonna I'll send you I'll send you the trailer for uh it's like a teaser trailer type of deal for uh for it and I'm I'm really excited and I'll I'll send it during the break because I'd like you to know, watch it with you. Talking small soldiers is I learned something about that movie just yesterday that I oh? was astonished to learn. I always thought that the the action figures were stop motion puppets. Mm. They're practical puppets that they just airbrushed out the puppeteers. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, like I found, I saw, I came across it on TikTok where Yo. it was footage of them doing like the motion tests between Chip and the leader of the the tribe guys. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Argonauts yeah, or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's it's just rod puppets, and Damn. there's like there's three puppeteers at least that's operating these things, and they've got cables and rods guys are working the legs and the arms and another one's moving the torso and the head and it's just it was so fluid to watch them move the you had i i gotta watch go back and watch this movie now with even more yeah yeah. like i have to go back and watch it again with this new respect for these puppeteers now dude that is wild Mm -hmm. it was a good enough movie when i thought it was just stop motion but now yeah exactly i had no idea they were puppeted yeah damn man (gasps) oh I know. I remember really wishing Rent. that the. Oh yeah, what's up? What? What? Next week, small soldiers. Oh, okay. Next oh, week, small soldiers? small soldiers. I'm, small I'm soldiers down next for week. it. I'm down. Yes. I'm always down to clown for small soldiers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, heck, we can even do the uh, do do our do a thing for the opener involving the trailer for the new one. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, um, those of you listening at home, stay tuned till next week. We're gonna watch small soldiers and maybe watch it with the us. 90s. And, yeah. Go blast from the past. You can go. Go watch it with us and then come back for next week and mm. you can appreciate the puppetry that is in, that is these creatures. One thing that, like, looking back, I finally sort of understand why I preferred the human action figures so much more than the Argonauts. Oh? It's mostly because outside of the absolute gremlin Argonaut and then their leader, none of them really have a personality that I can remember. Um, and then like all of the soldiers, like when they're doing their lineup and their roll call, 
and like brick comes on it's like brick demolitions i'm here for like i and i'm and i've been used to like war movies and stuff for so long I was gonna say, the only reason you, you was preferred like, the, these are the good guys the only reason you preferred the soldiers over the argonauts is because you just got a hard gun for when it comes to army stuff yeah that's what i grew yeah. up doing <laughs> um but yeah no, that's I mean, for next that, that's well that next and also well, there there's also the whole like monsters versus humans so like every yeah, movie like that, that i'm watching like alien for example where like humans are running away from monsters and stuff that's just you know my brain was hardwired at that point i like the argonauts they were my favorite yeah. that big guy the big uh dopey one i don't remember his name but yeah well that's and that's the thing too is i took one look at him and i'm like because, like, back then, I never understood why the human dudes were going after them so hard because they just seemed outrageously harmless outside of the gremlin one for obvious reasons. And then you <laughs> because... grew up, then you grow up and you watch movies like Avatar and you go, oh, that's why the army went yeah. after the Argonauts because they're assholes and they just want money and they'll kill whoever it takes. Asshole. Jake Sully is a traitor to humanity. Now that you've seen where Brendan and I draw our lines, <sighs> sand, we're going to move it. right along. We've broken the ice and drew our lines. Mm. Um, talking professions. Uh, oh, yeah. This How about is the acting segue. Uh, yeah. We watched so we watched Nobody on Netflix, mm -hmm. relatively new film film with uh, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, Mr. But, Saul Goodman himself. Yes, and we'll get to the yeah. movie itself in a minute. But the thing with Nobody is we find that so Brendan and I kind of were talking about it, and we yeah. were both pleasantly surprised by Bob's, you know, portrayal in this movie because it's a oh, yeah. it's a very action heavy action star movie that mm -hmm. neither of us kind of looked at bob odenkirk and went you know that makes sense like yeah that's 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 a doofy dad guy that's uh, yeah like he's a... yeah so it we were yeah. pleasantly surprised with the movie and which we'll get to in a minute but we decided we yeah. we went kind of went through and found a few other roles of actors and actresses in in film and movie film and tv for sure for sure that kind of surprised when it comes to the roles that they were put in mm -hmm. whether it's whether because we hadn't seen them before or if they were maybe in roles before that we knew them as and that oh, yeah. kind of shoehorns them and you go, well, they, they can't do role B because they did role A. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Look at them. They're like this. It just wouldn't work ever. Exactly. 100%. And we all and we all have actors that are like that that like that. Every single one of us has an actor that that in our in our hearts it just wouldn't make sense for them to be a certain way. Yeah. And 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 to act a certain way, to be violent, to be, you know, uh, a, a a private eye, a superhero. There's just like roles that when you think about the actors in question and you take a look at this the, the movie that you're watching, it's like that I, that shouldn't work. This shouldn't work and I don't like it. So it's it's a very pleasant surprise when you see certain like certain actors stepping out of that comfort zone so incredibly well and then sticking that landing. Like mm -hmm. we got some examples here of those like that, that exact thing happening. Lightning in a bottle. Like uh, I'll start us off uh, probably like with one of the ones that came to mind for me mm. was um, back when my wife and I were watching Dexter and we got to the 
story arc when John Lithgow shows up and Dexter and it becomes the serial killer arc that Dexter is kind of tracking down. Yeah, for sure. So I had grown up on Third Rock from the Sun. I love that show. I still go back to that show to this day on like it's I think it's on might be on Disney or something. It's one of the streaming I things that probably, I have. Yeah. It's it's on there. So I go back and I watch it and I love I love Dick in that in that show. There's so many things like his his version of Dick and just that the, the goofy nature of him, mm. the the emotional side of him, like the overly emotional times when he just breaks out in tears and that high pitched kind of cry that he does as yeah, as Dick for sure. It that's John Lithgow for me. So even in mm-hmm. like other, he's been in so many other films that so many. Comedies. I don't see them. I don't see him as that. Yeah. And so when he shows up on Dexter, and you're like, he can't. There's no way that he's gonna pull this what off. A kind gentleman. Yeah. This, like, how's he gonna? Oh, like it's like, color. oh, clearly this is the guy that like he's the guy that Dexter's gonna like protect because he's gonna get. Oh no, he's he's evil. He's very evil. Oh God, why is he so evil? And just I need to, I need to take some posters down. Yeah. Posted <laughs> <laughs> so that one over my bed. But, <laughs> staring at me. But. He he's just so cold. Like he he turns it on that just that cold nature of him as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Just he it has was... really good eyes for it too. Oh, he does. There was another God. one that I think that he played. Uh, I want I can't remember it right now. I'm gonna look it up. Mm. Um, he played another serial killer in another movie where the same thing where he it where it's even more so because in that one he's playing like a happy the neighbor dad yeah and then at one point he just like grabs the kids this kid's thumb and bends it backwards and you're like mm, oh what what's right. happening what's going on right now i can't oh, remember what the name God. of it was i gotta rewatch i gotta rewatch dexter as well i forgot how freaking good that series is and how badly it ends <laughs> also the um uh su- supplies mother humper when that uh, when that that meme got yeah so much traction, it lived rent free. Some fries, life. yeah. Supplies, mother. <laughs> oh God, I still Wrong haven't watched size, the mother. yeah the uh, the um. I haven't seen the new Dexter either. Like when they brought it back, oh, because apparently yeah, like because it like. It, they revived oh, like they did it, a so hiatus was... and then came back again or no no because the series ended uh-huh. and i think it's on crave like they brought it back and it's the same like it's dexter this oh. is basically following up after his jaunt into the north or his trip into the eye of the storm when he just became a lumberjack this is like mm-hmm. how many years later where he picks up the knife again okay and i haven't i've never I haven't that intrigues me that. i might yeah. i might yeah i might i might dig into that yeah, but anyway, that's mine. The first one, John is John Lithgow. So, what do you got for yours? Uh, I mean, right off, uh, off the cuff, I gotta start off with our with with the nicest Canadian, uh, one of the nicest Canadians and the and the absolute darling of the internet for quite some time, Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, I grew up watching Babes in Toyland and uh. Oh, Bill what else Ted? is there? Yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Um, 
I re I wore out the VHS of uh, <laughs> of Bogus Journey. I remember that. I got so I threw such a tantrum when that movie stopped working, and then uh, my dad, the hero that he was, rolled in and like got me another one for my birthday. It was a week before my birthday, and then he still bought me a present for my birthday too. So like that was that's a very like in the back of my head sort of memory about me and dad. Nice. And then he sat and watched me watched it with me. He never watched it before. He just knew I loved it. <laughs> Also, I wouldn't stop throwing a bitch fit about it too. But like, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, no. And then, and then, out of nowhere, like I got, I hit around fourteen, and um, I watched The Matrix for the first time. And like, Keanu just sort of like fell out of the back of my head as like an actor. And then I watched The Matrix, and then I'm like, "Is that Ted? That's Ted, Mom. That's Ted." And she has no idea what I'm talking about. But like, sure, there's like I. Yeah, pretty much. I sound I the, the amount I sound like a crazy person to non geeks is like it oh buddy. Um it says on this the, box his name is Keanu. <laughs> you understand, Mom. Um yeah, and then like I watched him in speed, I watched him in point break after that, and like Keanu became like this sort of like staple action movie guy. Like I really it it felt like completely out of uh completely out of left field and like i remember him, there was a football movie that he was in i think it's uh 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 i think it's called the replacements i think it's called oh. the replacements yeah he, it's like a one of those like feel good sports movies and stuff and like i wasn't expecting to ever see keanu with football pads on like and that was the year i found out he was canadian so like <laughs> yeah and and that and like the matrix movies and stuff like reloaded and revolutions come out and yeah sure whatever they bomb and whatever but i thought they were fun and i really enjoy them because i'm dumb and young and then yeah and then constantine and now i you have no idea how badly i want more constantine because that movie <laughs> is is insane dude insane how good like how how crazy that film is I oh my god I wanna I uh, um you're gonna you're yeah, not gonna then, like you're not gonna like the next thing I say but I've never actually watched Constantine it's good I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on your case about it if anything we should watch it together it's a really good movie mm-hmm. um yeah it's very it's like it's it's surreal supernatural it delves into like you know the religious side of things but it's like the fun spooky religious stuff so it's yeah. like let's do that instead um and then I don't know and then like you know Keanu like just sort of like fades away. And then bing, bang, boom, he's back again, John Wick. And now he's he's right up in front of, right right in the spotlight again. And everyone like now, like a large chunk of the internet sort of knows his story, like, you know, the death of the death of his wife and, and his child and stuff, and the tragedy about that and like how he's carried himself and what he's done recently and the charity work he does and the selflessness that he shows to like the common, like the, the quote unquote common folk that, you know, aren't in the world of Hollywood. Like dude's, dude's like an absolute like uh is an absolute uh stand-up guy and yeah like i i never would have thought ted the one of the goofiest dudes that used to make me laugh um would be handling a handgun putting three shots through the torso and one through the mm-hmm. and, and one through the head of some hapless then, russian guard and then just as <laughs> and then just as like he spends all those years then putting himself in that new role of like super badass ash- action star. Yeah. He turns around and does another bill. And and then he's go, Ted again. And it's like, Oh, oh my gosh, what is, what is happening? <laughs> and then he, and he swings around and he's, uh, uh what was the name of the, the evil Knievel, uh, from Tia Toy, uh, Toy Story. Oh 4. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I had yeah. such a dumb smile on my face. Sure. when I realized it was Keanu. Uh, 
Chuck Chance? No, uh, no, it was French. It was French. It's French. Um, uh, uh, oh, that's gonna be Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Yes. Yeah. Duke Kaboom. Yeah. He was also he also made an appearance as like, um, like an oracle talking head in a tumbleweed in the SpongeBob movie. What? Yeah, they're they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to rescue Gary, and they become lost on their way. And this tumbleweed comes over, and it opens up, and it's not even a cartoon. It's literally the head of Keanu Reeves inside what? a tumbleweed that the guides hell? them to the rest of their business. A really good movie. It's a funny movie. That's another one we had to add to our roster. It's the, the newest, the newest SpongeBob movie. God, that is disappoint. so awesome. Yeah. What's it called? Which one is it? Um, it's SpongeBob's. Oh, I was just looking at this the other day. Is it uh, the, 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 the one with King Poseidon or whatever? That yeah. Has Hasselhoff in it. No, not that one. That's the old. Oh. That's the first one. Oh, okay. I, I haven't. I didn't even realize that there was more. Yeah, there's That's four epic. of them now. Um, I, gotta, I loved the first one, so I got to sink my teeth in the other. The other. Yeah. Because that's when like the humor started, like came back to like that seasons one through five sort of SpongeBob. Sponge on the Run. I think is that one. Oh wait 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 is that the one like the movie posters got them with like binoculars or whatever? Yeah yeah. Oh okay I've oh yeah, yeah I've seen yeah, I've seen yeah, that I haven't one, watched one, it, it but I've okay I know Keanu Reeves about. as Sage. Oh. You got Snoop Dogg's in there. Danny Trejo's in there. It's a good movie. Danny Trejo's in there. Oh, Danny Trejo's amazing. Is, yeah. That sounds amazing, dude. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that was it. We should put that one on there. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so moving yeah, right along though, me. we kind of um, hard, hardcore gushed there, but I mean, it we is did. What it is. So the next one that I've got on my list is one that I remember like every time I watched the movie, I remember so vividly back bef- when it was coming out and they were announcing. This is back even like before the internet days of Google and you know Facebook and stuff. We found out about this in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And it was a Sunday morning after every, we'd gone out drinking at the bar the night before and we were all kind of, you know, curing our hangovers. We went to Humpty's for breakfast. Yeah. And I can picture it clear as day. We were oh, sitting I in love a, Humpty's. We were sitting in a booth and my wife, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, yeah. she was flipping through the paper <laughs> and she got so upset at they had announced this actor is playing this new role in an upcoming film because she's like okay. there's no way that they could pull this off sure 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 because one of her favorite movies has this actor and she loves a knight's tale and there's no way oh. that Heath Ledger would ever be able to pull off yeah the role of the joker Mr. Rom-com himself at the time, eh? Beautiful golden locks and stunning features. That that baby face of his. Yep, that soft, supple features. How is he going to pull off Gotham's Mm -hmm. darkest villain? And fast forward, we've all seen it. We've all heard about it. That set the bar for the new Jokers that for years where that's 
you talk, you have you ask somebody to do a Joker impression, they're gonna say the words, "Want to know how I got these scars?" It was just mm. iconic, and it unfortunately was his downfall because that yeah. character took over that un- that unlocked things inside of him. Mm-hmm. Dark thing, rough, rough. So rough, it's rough. it's it's it, it's a very sad ending to a, a person's career in life. Brilliant but, actor, though. By gum, if he didn't do that role justice. Yeah. Funnily enough, uh, the We Will, We Will Rock You scene in Knight's Tale uh, is the thing that really got me into Queen because I didn't know that song was sung oh. by Queen when I was a kid. <laughs> just, yeah. I was just making a yeah. joke about that. We we lit- quite literally watched a Knight's Tale yesterday. My wife. Oh, yeah. and well, we, we were watching that scene and they were movie. like, <laughs> and I said, you know what is, I, I always forget till we watch this movie that that's a song from the Renaissance. <laughs> I hate that. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that is outstanding. Um Jesus. Uh <laughs> Oh my god. Um all right, uh number number 2 uh for me um, so you, so, so all, if you out there, you guys know that Braden and I love the office. And if you didn't know that, pay attention and listen to more of our podcast because <laughs> you're, you're hurting us on a deep emotional level. Um, yeah. So Jim, the prankster, mm-hmm. the, the stare into the camera, outrageously sarcastic, um, you know, the, the love of Pam's life, swapping him out for an Asian man one episode because Asian Jim is true Jim in my books. Um, that's the, uh, yeah, right. Um, it like little did <laughs> little, little did the office realize that they had actually slipped into a parallel dimension. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, the, oh man, probably one of my favorite sort of just like sit down and binge short of shows because the the best part about the office for me was while every episode wasn't like wall to wall moments always like funny always like there's always something in each episode that stands out to me there's always going to yeah. be that one thing there's that, that bit where you, yeah you see the episode coming and yeah. you're like oh this is the one and, where blank happens this is yeah. the one where so and so does this yeah absolutely yeah. and like and like the snowball like the snowball ambushes is a big one for me uh every single time like the major pranks on Dwight like his his office is now inside the bathroom yeah. uh we wrap I uh, was I'm, I have a I have a black belt in in gift wrapping um okay quick like, quick uh, side note what's yeah. your favorite gym prank oh okay um we may have even talked about this in the podcast i can't remember. i mean maybe vending machine i think vending machine is what made me laugh <laughs> the hardest because Put, because stuff in the vending machine because because that by itself that's really funny that he gives him a sack of nickels and that it just sends <laughs> me every time. Buy his it's own not, stuff back. It it is the same exact feeling that I have whenever I watch Patrick angrily looking up into his uh looking up saying, I can't see my forehead. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> It sends me to the moon, dude. Like there is just, it is so funny. And then a close second for me is when Dwight is trying to find out who's doing weed. And then Jim gaslights him so hard in that interview. (laughs) 
My favorite one is you not said, even. If you you walked in even... here, I'd be conducting the interview now. How much weed did you smoke? <laughs> what? My favorite one is not even. It's not even a prank that ever made it on the show. It's oh, really? One that's just mentioned. It's okay. It's right before Jim leaves the office for a while, but like, oh, when Michael's talking about all the, uh, the doing the list of yeah, and he's yeah. he reads the complaint. One of the complaints that Dwight has is, "I hit myself in the head with the phone." I think oh, he's responsible. Nickels. Yeah, <laughs> fills the phone with nickels until he gets used to the weight, and then just takes them all out. <laughs> just, yeah, just that image of like that mental image of watching Dwight just smoke himself oh, in the oh, face with a phone oh, and immediately like, know who it was. Like like a big red ear, and he's got like a welt or something <laughs> like that. Because you know just, when because when when you pick something up that you think is heavier than uh-huh. it is it rockets so like that is oh man i've had i've had moments like that with empty boxes that are fully sealed and i hate whoever did this because this happened with removing and it had one of my stuffed animals in it and i'm like (laughs) at this point so like i go to pick it up and i poof right in my own chin i fall backwards and land on my keister and this time our our basement wasn't even finished uh back in the day so i i landed tailbone first on cement mm. and the yelp that i put out mom thought that we had an animal in the house <laughs> oh all right so moving right I along lo- i love the office so the thing the thing about the the, the thing about uh uh, uh john krasinski mm-hmm. for me so jack ryan is a thing on on a prime video and it follows sort of a uh tom clancy book series that i've actually gotten into mm. Uh, years ago and it's a very like it's it's all about spy stuff cia ex agent sleeper cell stuff um and it's and it's a very like high octane like hard push sort of movie and i never would have believed krasinski could have done this if it wasn't for a film that he did prior to it because i knew he had acting chops but yeah. the thing about the thing about john krasinski is, is i never really saw him anything other than the office and i didn't even know he was in any short films or anything like that that i could have watched to begin with hmm. so the thing with uh john in his role as jack ryan is that he also did uh a quiet place oh yeah which is oh my god that's the scream of like pure pain and agony that he has mm-hmm. in that in in the quiet place when oh man, i don't want to spoil it but like when you know what happens we really should watch it but i don't know if you're into uh, the horror stuff but like we really should watch it um because when you know what happens it is it is gut-wrenching like the pain oh, yeah. and everything that he feels and then compound that with the action side of because like now like watching that okay john is absolutely a dramatic actor I don't know if I could see him shooting people though. And then I watched 13 hours, the Benghazi movie, which is a, uh, which is just like, basically it's a bunch of uh, ex military contractors. Uh, I think it's like 12 dudes versus hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of insurgents trying to protect an embassy full of civilians. Hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and like CIA people, and they're trying to like get them out and stuff like that. They're trying to like figure out a way to, to, uh, escape with their lives and they essentially have to defend a massive compound against all of these people with like AKs and mortars and raw RPGs and there are some deaths in that movie that are just horrific like horrendous and you complete like it it, it brings out like raw emotion seeing like these guys because you spend like a good 20 minutes in the movie really getting to know every single member of the team like of the protection team and understanding who they are and what they're all about and stuff. And they did it in such a way that's like a very, it, it, I feel like it's a solid thing 
it's a solid complaint a lot of people have with action movies is I don't care about these people. I don't I don't care about this particular character that showed up for five minutes and did a cool kick thing, which I guess was kind of cool, <laughs> and then shot some people. Why do I give a crap? But like when yeah. this one dude is talking about his kid who was born deaf and he had to rejoin up because he had to get cochlear implants and his VA insurance wasn't paying for it. Mm. So like, like, oh my God. Because <laughs> like, then that, because in that, and like there, there's another dude there where like he's trying to get custody of his son, but he can't afford a lawyer. So that's why he joined up. Like dude is like, there, there are dudes in this movie and like they, they, like, they could be a main character in a like daytime drama like on their TV type of deal. Like mm. they, they wrote these dudes and they, they talked about these dudes who are real and they, like they play up things, they change things or whatever to protect, you know, to, to, to protect their identities. Yeah. But like these seeing Krasinski in that movie set Ryan up perfectly because he plays a super spy. Who's not afraid to get into direct action mode and just gun some dudes down. He's super like when, when one of his friends die and Jack Ryan, he's you, you feel the pain and heart wrenching agony that he has to deal with while still in the middle of a gunfight. So he's getting no time to process it and grieve. Like mm. it's, it, it is like a bomb goes off and someone he knows gets incredibly, incredibly injured and he can't, he can't stop. He just can't because it's just going to get worse from there. So it's, he has watching that stress and anxiety pile up on the character of Jack Ryan while he's trying to do his job and essentially save the day because super spy stuff. I, I feel like this, I feel like John Krasinski like deserves a chance to hit up like uh mission impossible and stuff like oh, that. Like put him, yeah. put him in the, put him with the. Well, and I mean, he's been doing so much yeah. of action oh, movies and things doing like that. So that. well, and the guy's jacked. Yeah. Like, whew. Pam's a lucky lady. Oh yeah. So what do you think? We'll do one more each, and then we'll take a quick break. Oh yeah, because we're gushing. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. So the next one I have on my list is. I didn't watch the show a lot. Um. It was not something that. I wasn't a genre that I was like, okay, I'm going to get into it. But yeah. one of the, one of a person that I worked with years ago, they were big fanatics of it. It was their entire identity. So they mm -hmm. had me watch this show. And I was very surprised by this actress in this show because I had only known her in, I would say two other roles and neither of okay. those. Well, one of them is a rather badass, The other one is, it was, was less so. But mm -hmm. Katie Seagal as the oh, okay, the, the yeah. mum in Sons of Anarchy. I oh, know yeah, I Leela. knew her. Yeah, I knew her as Leela. Mm -hmm. I knew her as Peggy. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I knew her from uh, the yep, mum yep, from yep. Ten Rules. But um that like that's the mum I oh, knew. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's the mum I knew was the the mum from Ten mm -hmm. Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. So well, you know, she holds it. Right, she's got a, right, a firm right, hand right. against her daughters to make sure that they're staying and not like mm -hmm. not kids, you know, mm -hmm. but she runs a tight ship. But to see her in this Sons of Anarchy, I really liked it as Bowles. like a den mother of these bikers that are, yeah, a gang, like, mama. Yeah, yeah, she's holding her own against it. Like, she doesn't take any guff Shit. from anybody, yeah. and it was, it was very surprising to see that she could get into that that gruffer role of you know mm -hmm. surviving in this in this situation yeah i can i can absolutely agree with that 
I think. What do you got um, for your last one? Well, I I just like just to sort of bounce off of uh, bounce off of like the the Peggy thing, and mm-hmm. I think I think one of the things that never really because I even when she was playing Leela, and then I realized who Leela was, I then started imagining Leela with like the big hair, and then they proceed to yeah, that make episode the with, in the yeah. series, yeah, where she's got with the Alpha Peggy Zara. hair with the yeah yeah there you go yeah and the, then she's got like the the drooped down shirt with like uh, or whatever yeah she's like in there, Peggy's like literal part. outfit the high yeah, heels the like, tight pants the leopard print shirt exactly like it's oh Ow. Man, it uh. <laughs> I mean, they named the guy Althazar so she could call him Al for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. It was right on, there, right, right on the nose, right <laughs> on the nose. Oh God. To be fair, though, as a teenager, my my attention span was ridiculous. So it is, it is what it is. I'm just, I'm just glad as an adult, I actually have a semblance of one nowadays. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of torn between a couple of these people. Um. So like Matthew McConaughey is up there and we already sort of discussed like sort of off off the podcast why like who who I saw him as and stuff and my first like sort of interact like my first yeah. uh, uh, observing or whatever of him first viewing of him which is uh, when he plays the pervert in uh, 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 Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So like I that was my introduction to him and he gave me the skeebie jeebies and I didn't like it. Um, and he sort of grew on me, but the person that I'm going to finish off here, because there are some drastic changes to this, to, to this gentleman, um, is John Travolta. Mm. You know him, mm-hmm. you love him. Mm-hmm. You want to take his face. off. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, the guy from Greece, I never expected to be a stone cold, murdering like borderline psychopathic uh uh hitman yeah. in pulp fiction um they're like at the, the the that role uh i think donnie or something like that that he plays is it it's so there's scenes that are so out of left field where he's doing the twist in one scene or he's complaining about well, that one's like, well, that he, one's not too far out I, we saw him dance in in greece yeah so in greece and drunk, stuff. Drunk, yeah, fair I know, but like, just like the, the sudden out of nowhereness of that, of that scene in that movie of just like, where, where fairly, re- I think it's, I think it's prior to it where he winds up, uh, where, where they wind up gunning down a bunch of, uh, uh, a bunch of idiots in their, in their apartment who thought it was okay to steal from their boss. Like that, that, that scene. And then, oh yeah. And then like the, when they blow off the guy's head in the car and all that, like though that movie I was never expecting John Travolta to be that same. Like it, it's jarring. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's jarring a, a jar Travolta with how <laughs> weird like yeah. that role. Back felt. then when, when he was still relatively new, like since fairly then, un- like known, kind of unknown, like, yeah, he was known Greece. like that. Yeah. That was where he kind of made his mark. Mm. I mean, since then he's blown up and, Dude's got range. Oh. You want to talk range? Oh yeah, John Travolta. Which reminds me, we should do. We should do more John. Tra- Ooh, talk John. I love Travolta from Paris with Love. Movie. Wild Hogs was a fun movie. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. I also really like from Paris with Love, which is an action movie that he's in. Yeah, 
that I really like that one too. The um yeah, face off winds up coming out like like I just cracked I cracked a joke about it a second ago. Um yeah, like it, Travolta is his range is insane, but I never expected the guy because my mom loves Grease. That is that is her favorite movie. She will mm. rewatch that movie just for the Olivia Newton John parts because of how incredible that film is put together. I personally don't like the give me more, give me more. Did she put up a fight part that still rubs me all kinds of the wrong way. But after we bury that guy under the bleachers, the movie goes on. So, uh, you know, health got rubbed the wrong way. Sandy. Anyway, God. Sandy. Um, (laughs) yeah. Also in from Paris with love, they bring back the Royale with cheese thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually kind of fun. I, I did enjoy that little uh, moment. That's a call, but yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so those are a couple of ours. If there's any that you can think of that we that we didn't talk mm-hmm. about that you kind of were surprised with when it came to films coming out, let us know in the comments. Make sure while you're down there, you like, subscribe, share the podcast with your friends, Please your families, your you. coworkers, your bosses, whoever. Oh, yeah. Um, But we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about nobody. Please don't leave us because, again, like abandonment issues. <laughs> it kills me inside. See you in a second. Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotiontron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Bee Grim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> When it got cough, cough, leaked accidentally. Uh-huh. <laughs> now we're getting Deadpool and Wolverine, and I'm so excited to go ahead and watch the Healy Boy and the Stabby Boy. We're back, and, by and, the way. And, 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 have, and, and the fact that he's in his yellow outfit just makes me so Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Uh, we Ryan Reynolds knew over... what he was doing. Oh, absolutely. That man That man was playing 90 chess, let, let alone, mm-hmm. ne- ne- never mind 40 um hey guys uh we just, we just watched the the small soldiers uh proof of concept war for necron if you haven't seen it it's a five minute little short uh it's on youtube pretty, right now it's pretty good it makes me it makes me pretty pretty I excited this, i want to see that movie mm-hmm. i really hope that this that this gets full bore funding uh yep. through crowd or otherwise because i want this director to create their exact vision because i feel go, like that's gonna go be watch it and uh comment yeah. and help, share, share, share and, that so yeah. that can be made and tell them that they need to do it with practical puppets so that I can get a job. <laughs> um, anyway, so we watched Nobody on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, absolutely nobody. No. And I love how. So I love gonna nobody. Try to, we're going to. I love nobody. We're going to avoid. Gonna we're going to avoid the spoilers <laughs> on this because it's relatively new. I believe oh, yeah. it was 2021 that this movie came out. Yeah, fairly new. Fairly new. Yeah, yep. 2021. I think so, it's on Netflix still. It, yep, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not, it's, a, it's about an hour and a half, so it's a, a nice little sit down <laughs> and watch. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Because, yeah. like, as we've said, I don't know much about 
Bob Odenkirk other than mm-hmm. like Better Call Saul type thing. So, but I love we open this movie where it's just him chained to a table. Yep. Beat all to heck and you go, yep. this guy's seen some stuff. Yep. And he go and he just all cool guy, he pulls out his pack of smokes mm-hmm. and he's still handcuffed and he lights his mm-hmm. smoke and he mm-hmm. reaches into his jacket a pocket again <gasps> and What's he gonna get? a can of tuna and you go Oh the heck? Well, and then he reaches in again and he pulls out a small kitten. Oh and you go <laughs> All right, movie. Yeah. I what, fair. <laughs> what do we do? We're thirty seconds in, and I'm already intrigued by this you, character. You've got me, you sons I, of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Side note: I've decided that I I want to look like a badass, like like Hutch does in this movie. So I've decided I'm going to start carrying a kitten around in my pocket. <laughs> a little can of tuna. A little can of tuna and a kitten. I loved that moment so much. Yeah. Just, just oh. that reveal of who are you? Go me? on. Me. <laughs> I'm nobody. Let's Just let's go. Let's go, nerd. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> but we're we, um, yeah we're oh, right. It's gonna away, be really hard not to gush. Yeah, without spoiling a lot. All right, of all right, all right. Um, who's in it? Who's in it first? Let's do for, that. Who's in it first? Of the the, okay. the the surprise that I've had in this movie was Christopher Lloyd's in this movie. Mm. I love him in this film. He oh. is an adorable grandpa that. Uh. In an old folks home. Yeah. My grandparents are passed away. Um, Mm. Christopher Lord, will you be my grandpa? Oh, I know. I'm going to say it's him and Alan Alda for me are like, I want Mm. them. I want him to be my grandpa. That's the same vibe. Yeah. (sighs) Dude. Yeah. He's just so cute in this with his, his affinity for Western movies. And (laughs) uh, yeah, so we've got uh, Bob Odenkirk's in this. Yeah. Um uh, Alex so, Alexei Serebryakov. So, he's a character actor. He's yeah. really good. He's really good. Um he, he does a lot bad, of gangster stuff. Yeah, he, he plays good bad guy Russian in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he and it's not like and I think I love how he's introduced because it's not like it it's not wild and crazy. It's not like over the top evil right off the cuff. Dude's singing. Yeah, doing karaoke. I love that. And he's into it. You could tell this character loves oh, singing and partying he's and just dancing. having. He's, he's, oh. and he's in his element. And, and he murders a mofo. <laughs> with <laughs> a martini like, glass. And you go, oh, okay, not movie. Only, <laughs> not only murders a, murders a man, chooses to disfigure his oh, face. Oh, I know, dude. For like, just cause. And then. Oh, the, takes man. the biggest guy in the room and goes, I'm going to cut your face up real bad. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm going to take I, you I down. need to prove a point real quick. Can I, can I yeah, borrow thanks. you for a moment? Oh yeah, sure. Good. <laughs> ah, um, but so like, so like, okay. So in terms of premise, like uh, this is a premise that's occurred in plenty of movies, plenty of rom-coms, plenty of comedies, stuff like that. So you get a guy, he's older, he's like middle-aged, he's dealing with like, he's got like kids that like they're teenagers. They're not really like, they're not really good kids. Um, his marriage isn't like amazing. Like things yeah, are sort have... of like he's hit a he's hit a rut, right? The yeah, man's in a rut. You see him like you see him and his wife. Their marital bed is they literally have built a wall out of pillows between one mm-hmm. another. He spends mm-hmm. his days at the bus stop, like doing chin ups, staring at his wife's uh, 
real estate agent poster yeah. longingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like it, works for her dad, like her father, like his first father-in-law, I guess. Yeah, at a steel and, mill with with yeah. the brother. His who's brother Michael Ironside, by the way, who <laughs> I love in any movie that he's in. So yeah, I also just, want him to be my grandpa. <laughs> and the day to day of just going to work, coming yeah, home, that missing right, the garbage on Tuesday. Oh, don't get me started. Oh <sighs> my god. And yeah, you, he's a beaten down man just yeah. trudging through life. And yeah. that first montage of just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. that slog of going through life. When he drops the trash can and everything spreads around everywhere. Yeah. Like I felt that that was on a deep emotional level. I felt that. But then we get to that moment where people break into the house. Yep. And he's got that golf club and he's, oh, you know, they've got a gun on him. And his son's on the wrestles one of them to the ground, and he's got the jump on the one with the gun, and he he freezes. Yeah, and he drops the like just, many just, of us don't, would. Don't, don't don't hurt us. Just look, just take what you want and go. And they run out, and his son's upset with him because he didn't. He gets the back. son gets the crap beat out of him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets punched like as the yeah, as yeah, the yeah. son lets the bad guy go. The bad guy like takes yeah. one last punch to the face, but his yeah. son's mad because he didn't take the swing. Yeah, like how come you didn't it, have my back there? Yeah, like, the the cop, the one cop is like, well, if that was my family, you know, I'd have taken yeah. the swing. His father-in-law like, is giving him crap. Yeah. His brother-in-law's wife giving is him giving every, him crap. Everybody oh, yeah. in the neighborhood has heard about this, where yeah. he had the shot and he wouldn't take it, and, and you that just realize shithead like, neighbor with the nice car. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and you feel bad for him. You're like, I. I yeah. get like he couldn't. So, yeah, he, he's he a human, and to take just another human's life with a golf club to the back of the head, yeah. or you just that's cause rough... grievous injury, like yeah, and you, he, you he froze up, but then you find out why, and you go, oh, oh, there's more to this than I thought. Wait a damn minute, yeah, and he becomes and, and just the a force thing, of nature, the thing that snaps him is so mundane that it yep. I, it amused me so much oh yeah like again we're gonna avoid the spoilers but it's as a father mm -hmm. it resonated with me mm -hmm. where as soon as i mean he, as soon as he I, looked I feel at the like, bowl and went as yeah as soon as the, the bowl was there i went uh oh yeah uh oh daddy's mad now yeah yeah now it's personal now it's like because it's not just him it's his daughter it's like yep. oh no and that's the thing is like like he, she's is like she's like his last biggest fan. Yeah, she like, that's still the thing loves in this him. movie. Yeah. The the wife's walled him off. The son gave up on him because he got him punched in the face. Yeah, and his daughter's still that's that's her daddy. She doesn't have to be yep. scared in the house because dad's yep. there. She that's daddy's her there. safe. That's her rock. Don't worry, daddy's here. Yeah. So of course he's gonna defend that to the end, and he goes out and does what he needs to, and there's that wonderful moment where that revelation of oh crap these people are the same as me mm -hmm. that and it it hits you and you go ooh but <laughs> now now the man's he essentially and without <laughs> like, trying to censor it as much as i can but dude's got i know blue it's balls. really it's really hard not to yeah. gush and he, so he he leaves and he's got blue balls for what he came to do and and I then he gets to explode them all that, over. I love that line of when God closes a door, he opens a window. 
Yeah. Please God. Oh, or when he opens when he closes one door, he opens another one. Please yeah. God, just open that door. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, I think uh I think there's more to meets the eye on this transformer. Yeah. Um because he because and okay, so there's one thing in this movie that I absolutely adore, and it's the pacing of the writing of the character development. So you get tidbits of who this guy is slowly but surely. The beginning of the film, that opening, that 30 seconds that draws you in with a cat and a tuna can and this dude's all cut to hell and beat to hell and all that stuff. This movie absolutely wonderfully frames itself as a journey to get to here. But there's none of that like, I wonder how, I, I bet you wonder how I wound up in this situation. Boom, better than boom, better, 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 better. Yeah. Like, there's none of, uh, this movie... Like plays with that exact same trope and then runs with it. It's like like a like a linebacker through wall after wall of expectation breaking because when you see this character become switched on Mm -hmm. and he goes from like the fifty percent that he was sort of running at to now he's alive again and we can and I feel we we we're allowed. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the rule. We're allowed to gush about the bus because that that is. Yeah. You, we can't describe how amazing it is. You're still going to have to You're going to have to see it. Like, but- so this character, Hutch, like we said, downtrodden, in a rut, dude just had a, his house broken into by a couple of, uh, by a couple of thugs, cra- tracks them down, and for whatever reason, he doesn't get the satisfaction that he wants. And it's when he's returning and he feels moderately defeated and he doesn't know what I, to do. Got He's got all this pent of, up like caged animalness. You know, I got the same vibe as like with that scene of him on the bus being that mm. pent up of like, I didn't get to justify Ooh, my family. Yeah. There, was, there was an episode because we talked about this in the last, in last week's podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, rewatching yeah. Malcolm in the middle and there's mm-hmm. an episode where somebody breaks in and Hal gets mm-hmm. trapped in the sheets and <laughs> comes in and clocks the guy and saves the day. So, Hal yeah. spends the rest of the episode going to dangerous parts of the city with a pipe up his sleeve. <laughs> someone will do something so that he can like justify and feel like a real man and beat somebody <sighs> up. And that's the vibe I got from Bob from Hutch sitting on this bus going, please God, oh, open that yeah. door. Oh but yeah. But instead of, of Brian, things, yeah, but instead of, of Brian being outside. Yeah. One of the things I love with that when he starts to switch on on the bus yep. is that it's not like Every other movie trope we've seen where yeah, where he's suddenly Kung Fu master. Yeah. And he's untouchable and he's dodging bullets and he's stopping guns and you go, oh, my yeah. gosh, where was this guy all along? He's yeah. taken like he takes the first punch. Yeah. And you can tell he's it's not rusty. He, yeah. And he doesn't take it and be like, haha, that didn't hurt me. He gets punched and goes, ow. Like he goes like down. Him. Yeah. And you go, oh, crap, this maybe he's not as super soldier yeah. as like, oh, no, he's maybe starting he's to. Normal guy. Oh, and, oh, my God. What is happening? And then, like, out the bus window, and you go, oh. Gets stabbed at one yeah. point, gets thrown out the window, covered in broken glass, uh, and then, punched that, repeatedly. And that, that like, <sighs> limp back to the bus of, like, I didn't hear no bell. Yeah. Oh, like, he, t- he was the that phone where he, like, just, like, he, I think, he, doesn't he take the lady's phone or something like that and then, like, walk yeah, he back takes onto her the phone, bus? Like, he takes her phone and, like, pushes her off the bus. So she yeah. can't call the cops. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm She's busy. Like, I'm, I'm going to need this. And then just shuts the yeah. door in her face, walks back on the bus, finishes the job, and then is like, hey, yeah. hands her the phone. Sorry about the mess. I the just- greatest gift 
that this man ever received in his life was five Russian assholes or whatever showing up in the middle of middle middle of the night just on a silver platter because he went on a bus. Oh, like he any any sort of like stimulus that could have been more like would not have been more perfect than that exact moment for him. And Hutch as a character. And we're not going to because like this is the tip of the iceberg, by the way, folks, like this is movie movie continues ramping because I went I was like, oh, my gosh, is this like the big fight scene? And I looked at the time and went, I've been watching we're, this for like 30 minutes. We're, we're yeah, not even halfway been, through this movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's there. There is so much like, like the, the, this movie isn't gristle. It's all like prime cut, like steak. Like this movie is going to leave you feeling full. Uh-huh. If you love a good action movie, this movie is going to leave you feeling full. If you love a good, like if you love Bob Odenkirk, like you're going to be rooting for him hard in this film. Um, one, thing I, one thing I was yeah. really happy with the bus scene too was because of where he had just left mm-hmm. when he got on the bus. When I mm-hmm. saw the SUV comes or the Hummer comes screaming around the corner. Yeah. Part of me went really like, yeah, these people sent people because I thought they sent somebody after Bob. To be exactly. Like, you you yeah. mess with my family. And I was like, that's so cheesy. And you find yeah. out that, no, this is a whole other thing. Just, and you go, just, oh, just okay, a random okay, okay, assortment okay. of assholes that sent yeah. us on a new, a brand new, uh, uh, never ending story. Yep. <laughs> and I love like the creativity <sighs> that is in this movie. We talked about it with that. Uh, what was the name of that movie with the mm. ML Jackson and the salt? Oh, uh, uh, damn it. You know, yeah. That um, movie. Go back yeah, a couple the, the one, the one, the one that caused us pain. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like the creativity of that in that movie, this mm-hmm. movie had so much of that too, where you go, that's just really creative. From oh God, yeah. The um, I'm gonna try well, to the booby. There's a bo- of bunch of booby traps and stuff like that. The, the uh, record player. Yeah, dude. The record player was cool. Yeah. The um, the the riot shield bomb. Yes, was so yes. cool. Yeah, with the yeah, 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 the claymore that was yeah. amazing. The 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 step grenade pin, mm-hmm. the the pneumatic press grenade was oh, so cool. Oh yeah, dude. The the entire the sh- fight scene in the uh in in the you know where is so wonderfully choreographed and the music is perfect and the yeah. slow-mo hits when the slow-mo hits. And then like you get to meet a third character um, who's epic as well because you only ever hear their voice for a large portion of it the movie. It took me way too long to figure out who that was. Yeah. Way too long. Oh, um, really? <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, because I was like, okay, like we're talking to this person and then, and then yeah. they show up and I went, well, who is the... Okay, 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 okay. I okay. get it now. <laughs> yep. Um or the the gasoline and the sprinklers. Oh yeah. Right? So yeah. nice. So God. nice. This this is one of those films where the director absolutely got to make the movie they wanted to make. Uh-huh. And this like is, this is watching through this movie, and when you at home listening and you watch through the movie, watch it. Yeah. You'll get what I mean when I say this. People have often said he grew up to be the guy in Saw. This is who I imagine Kevin McAllister grew up to be. Oh, yeah, dude. That a layer of creativity. The mousetrap with the shotgun shells. Yes, 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 yes. The pseudo-firing pin with the snap. Yes. Uh Oh. So good. 
Also, and, when what's when 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 his uh, when his wife's brother gets decked in the nose, that was pretty amazing. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, and the, he gets punched in the solar plexus. That's yeah, right. just, yeah, because he's breathe deep, breathe deep. You're okay. It's, just, it's okay. Just, it's all right. Listen, I know that you feel a certain way, but what this am is I what's happening. Do? I don't care. Oh, there's uh, there's some like deleted scenes too, uh, with uh, Michael Ironside and stuff. So like, it's, oh. yeah, 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 um, yeah. I saw a few of them on uh, on YouTube. Um, but yeah, no, there's some uh, this this movie. God, it's it. Uh, you would don't you guys don't understand the amount of restraint it took for us to not just uh-huh. gush out uh-huh. out outright. Do us out a of favor, nowhere. please. Do us a favor. Go mm. watch Nobody on Netflix. It's an hour yep. and a half of just yep. pure pure fun. Yep. It's it's quirky. It's Bob Odenkirk does a wonderful job oh, of that that levity absolutely. and that like quips like, quips as a badass without coming mm-hmm. off as cheesy quips. Mm-hmm. And that because like, he's he's like the he's dinner scene. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, the, and then when and then when the uh, the when more dudes show up at that place that yeah. you never do, uh-huh. and then a very long conversation occurs and they wind up dying by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. oh, it was oh. See, but like, <laughs> even that in that where where the guys show up that you never do. Yeah, there's that one moment where he's he's standing on a he's choking a person with his feet, mm-hmm. holding like hold, or the butt of the gun. And another guy runs up and he's able to like shoot the guy while continuing to choke this other guy that he's standing <laughs> on. And you go, God. And there's, a, there was a moment where there was another one that I saw that was like, that's cool. Yeah. Trying to remember. Oh, it was when the third guy shows up in the, in, to, to assist kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah. he has that fight scene <laughs> in the hall. There was a, a wicked moment where he mm. takes his rifle shoots one guy and uses yep. the kick of the barrel to knock the other guy with the butt of the gun that was so smooth that it was like, that's cool. I've never <laughs> seen that in a film before. <laughs> Hold your rifle sideways and just poof, poof. Oh, God. There's a... um. Oh, this is a bit unconventional, by the way, but there's a few few movies that actually just recently got uh, put on Netflix. And some of them have actually been on here for a while, but they're starting to sort of like get into like the top tens. Mm. Um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie is currently number two in Canada right now. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Uh, Miss, the Nice Guys, um, which has Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling being absolute goons. And I oh. love every minute of it. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, and it's just so epic. It's, it's wonderful. And then there's, if you like spy flicks, I recommend the man from uncle. Um, it's uh, it's about a CIA agent and a KGB operative. And like, they have to set aside their absolute hatred for one another and what each other stand for and complete a mission together. And it's like the, the, the there's a lot of really good one-liners and comedy in that film. And I recommend it as well. Um, there's another yeah. one that I kind of want to put on our, on our watch list too, is it, it's new to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, the Outlaws. Yep, it's yeah, Adam, that. Adam Devine and Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Like yep. that yep. looks yep. like yep. it's yep. a fun movie. It's, that's the dude from uh, Modern Family. That's the guy that was the, the pool boy. For, yeah, he's uh, also on uh, Pitch Perfect and yes, Workaholics. Oh, I didn't see him in Workaholics. He's one of the three guys. No, no, I didn't. Well, sorry, I didn't. I, mean, oh. I didn't see Workaholics. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay, there, okay. There we go. That's more accurate. Thank you. Um. Oh, yeah. sorry. And, and side note, so you know how we watch Metal Lords? Yeah. You know the kid who's the drummer? Yeah. 
He plays a soccer serial killer in the movie The Tudor, and it's also like it's number nine in Canada right now. It's also on Netflix, and I really want to see it. I really do, because he looks so freaking creepy, and I want to see it. So we've got a lot of movies now on our roster. So stay tuned oh, yeah. while we bust through them. But next week yeah. we're gonna go through Small, small soldiers. soldiers, baby. I'm excited yeah. for that one. Oh, I'm so, gonna be very happy. Yes. Until then, thanks so much for listening. Again, like, share, comment. Make sure you help us out spreading this podcast to be the biggest thing it can be. Mm-hmm. And until next time, we love having you here. But remember, happiness is not a destination; it's a way of life. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in and just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you enjoyed us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.